Welcome to Houseplant Homebody. I'm your host, Holly, and I'm here to tell you all about my favorite thing, plants. Are you ready? Welcome to the 77th episode. This one is titled Ways to Hang House Plants. So this was a fun episode and a confusing episode at the same time. There are so many creative ways to hang house plants. So I kind of broke it down into kind of a few different ways. Plus I listed some plants. That's not the majority of the podcast. The podcast is talking about all the different options you have. So Really, the reasons why people want to be hanging houseplants could be a lack of square footage for houseplants or a lack of surface area for plants. For me, that's a lot of it. I have not had a ton of experience hanging houseplants myself just because I have always rented, hadn't had the means or wasn't collecting at the time for houseplants, and I currently live in my mother-in-law's house, so I'm not going to be drilling holes into her wall and ceiling. Uh, So I've just mostly been shelving it up and then any plants that have been draping have just been draping off the shelves. Like my husband created a big like large like seven foot shelf and that's where a good amount of houseplants are and then a few in between here and there obviously on other shorter shelves but nothing really up high for me. So this is not based off a ton of experience. This is simply based off of research in this episode, but I wanted to give you as many things and ideas to help you if you're struggling with this and you want to hang your houseplants in some form. So, reasons people do this, obviously, is lack of surface area. That would be mine. Whenever Peter and I move into a house, I will be hanging a good chunk of my houseplants just because it's so much more convenient. There's not as much of that surface area that you'll be taking up if you're hanging them. Plus, it's just like really aesthetically nice. So, and plus there's a ton of fun hanging accessories out there to shop from. In that reason itself, I have saved a ton of stuff on Amazon already. (laughs) Obviously, surface area or square footage for actually placing your houseplants around your house is probably one of the reasons. Another big reason, I think, is trying to avoid a pet or a child from getting to them. If you hang it up high, more than likely, hopefully, they won't really get to them and they won't really, especially the harmful ones in this case, this is a good option for why you should be hanging houseplants. For example, my friend Aaron, he has a cat that does like the plants and doesn't like to it, it likes to mess with them. So he got a Brazil philodendron from me and he hung it from his ceiling. He hasn't had any issues with the cat hanging it and the plant is doing really good too. So that's just a good reason for why people would hang your houseplants. The next one, aesthetically pleasing in a certain area. I mean, if you're looking for a corner and you don't have a big enough plant to put over there or like a big enough stand to put the plant on or you have a particular plant you want to put over there, like a low light, like a pothos or a philodendron or something you want in that corner, that would be one way to fill a corner and bring height to a room too. Another one would be needing a particular kind of light that works better. So if you have the option to hang in front of a window, but not sitting it in front of the window, that's also another really good reason why you'd be wanting to hang a plant. And then there's just the fact that you want to, or you found a fun plant accessory that's perfect for hanging or used for hanging plants that you want to use. There's literally nothing wrong with that. There are so many good options out there. Just like there are stationary pots and really cute tabletop pots, there are a ton of cute hanging pots and shelves out there as well. So, this episode and blog was broken down 
I would say, into four different sections. So it's ways to hang your plants if you are able to drill into the wall and the ceiling. Second, ways to hang plants if you are not able to drill into the wall or ceiling or anything like that, because I think that's important and that was the most amount of questions I got. And then the next one is all the random fun plant hanging accessories. I don't think we're really going to dive into that on the episode as much. It's going to be like link heavy in the blog. So when you do go there, you're going to see a ton of links to different products with just like really short, few word descriptions of what they are. So make sure you check those out. And then the last one is plants that would love to be part of your hanging plant collection. So I'll go into those a little bit, but we're going to start out with hanging plants or hanging accessories or whatever, how to hang plants if you do have the ability to drill holes in your wall or in your ceiling, whatever you can do. So I kind of broke this down into sections as well. I did the same if you are not able to drill a hole at all. So I'll briefly go over those. I think this episode is very link heavy and I honestly think if you don't usually visit the blog, this is be would be another good one to really go into it and actually look at the options. If Even if you don't buy them from the link that I have, I only have Amazon links and there's hit or miss some different products that I've found, you know, just in the plant community in general. Um... I hope it gives you some inspiration for what you're looking for. You could be shopping at Home Depot and you're finding this kind of stuff that you want. You could be shopping at your local plant shop and be finding the accessories you need. So a lot of the links are just Amazon links because it's so accessible for me to actually go online and shop through those things and try to find a ton of possibilities for you. So don't feel like you need to buy them from those Amazon links. Use it as inspiration for your own shopping too obviously feel free to buy them. They are not commissionable leaks at this time. Um, Maybe in sometime in the future, I will switch them out, but I'll list that on the website if they are. So they're just good visuals and reference points if you're trying to get some ideas. So if you are able to drill a hole in your wall or your ceiling, I would say there's probably three category options. So there are hooks, wall-mounted brackets, and I would say tension rod, shower rod, very general. I would say those are the main three that you can just get really creative off of. So hooks themselves is probably the most standard way to hang plants from your ceiling. That's probably the least invasive way to do it because it's one little hole that goes into your um, ceiling joint. So this can be just as simple as one hook you, I've seen people do like kind of a chain. I've also seen people do um, grow lights hanging from the ceiling and a plant hanging below that as well. There's also some fun hooks out there. For example, on Amazon, I found a hook that has kind of a base of a monstera that sits on the ceiling. So it just adds some personality to it too. There's some really nice creative ones. I'm sure at your local hardware store or something, they might have something to exactly fit what your aesthetic in your home is. So I've included lots of links of different colors and some funky designs too, just so you have some options. So if you typically have like black hardware, silver, gold, that kind of thing, um, or vintage, whatever you have, I have those options on there for you. I also have the really, really traditional old school ones, and I also have the modern ones as well. So hooks on the ceiling is probably the easiest and the fastest way to do it. 
I would say in general, when you are drilling into the ceiling or the wall, make sure you're finding a stud in the wall or a ceiling joint just so you're actually getting a stable spot because all of a sudden you don't want your plant to be falling down on the ceiling in the middle of the night kind of thing. I would also make sure I would also make sure you understand the weight of your plant, not only when you're moving it, but when it the weight of the plant when it's fully watered plus more because that plant is going to grow more in the position you have it. So it's going to keep getting heavier and heavier as time goes on. You want to make sure that hook or whatever you're using can hold that weight. So just keep that in mind and just be safe when using the tools you're using. Just feel like I have to say that out loud. It's pretty obvious like hello everyone knows how to be safe with tools but just be safe with tools. Okay the next one is the wall mounted brackets. So this I got inspiration from actually the outdoor like wall mounted brackets or even the shelving brackets. So there is, I'm trying to think, when you're hanging hanging baskets outside on the side of your house or whatever, there is brackets that you can drill into your siding or whatever you have and then a hanging basket kind of hang off of that. Or if you have a deck or patio or whatever, it can hang off of that. You could do the same thing in your house. Obviously, depending on how big the wall mountain bracket is, you're restricted on how big your pot's going to be. So I would keep that in mind. But that's probably going to be on, you could put it on your wall or you could drill it into a uh, freestanding piece of furniture that you already have if you want it in a, a really specific spot in your house. So, wall-mounted brackets. There's a ton of fun options. This one had a ton of links <laughs> in this part of the blog simply because there were, you know, metal ones, but there were also really nice modern-looking wood ones as well. There were also really large ones and then pretty standard small brackets too. So, I just wanted to put all of those options in there for you. And the last one is tension rod and shower rod, which honestly is one of the coolest things I think that's possible for hanging plants. For me, if I'm going to do a hanging plant, depending on the environment, but if I can hang more than one at once, that's better for me. So this is probably where you're going to do that. So there are tension rod options where there's literally what looks like a straight shower curtain rod from ceiling to floor that have kind of brackets off of it that's an option. Or there's the shower rod option, which I do know they have shower rods that are not straight too. So they, they ha- there's a curved one um, or depending on what your shower looks like, sometimes there's like a C-shaped one or there's like a tub one too. There's a ton of options for that. And you could, you could 100% use all of those as hanging plant fixtures. It would be perfect for it. So don't count those out. I also want to say, though, we're talking about the the spaces we are able to drill a hole into. So this is going to need a lot of reinforcement. You really want to make sure you're hanging these in the correct spot. Because if you are going to use like a shower curtain rod, that's a lot of surface area where you can hang the plants on. Not surface area, but a lot of square footage that it's going to allow for a bunch of hanging plants. So it's going to need something really sturdy for it. There were also like shower curtain rod options that were more reinforced as well and I did link those but 
I think those are really good options. There are tension rods that basically are just, if you can drill them into the wall, it's just so much easier. Shower rods too, along with the more security. I think the thing that's going to be the hardest to understand, not even understand, but like get a grip of or figure out what works for you is if you don't have the ability to drill the hole in. So that's where I'm going to go into a little bit more detail, but I would also say you can get creative with it. Like I know for a fact that people have used like old ladders as kind of a hanging option too, where they just kind of hang chains down from their ceiling and that attaches to an old ladder and then hanging plants off of an old ladder. So that I would put in the tension rod, shower rod kind of option, but that's also technically a hook from your ceiling. So there's a lot of different creative ways to do it, but I would say those are the main categories that you could use. Um, Obviously, I'm going to have accessories, like a ton of hanging accessories. So if you have a pot or something, if you'd rather hang a shelf or something from you know, your window, I have those options linked as well in that last section of just the fun random accessories to hang. So let's move on to hanging plants without the ability to drill a hole or damage the walls. If, by the way, if I sound a little off, I like at the start of getting a cold, it's just kind of hitting me today. So I'm a little fuzzy at the moment. So sorry. Um, okay. So next is thinking about hanging plants where you don't have the ability to drill a hole at all. So I have other options for this, but there's, I think there are so many other options that I probably didn't even come up with that, I mean, I'm going to link a ton of stuff, but if you think of anything, let me know. I'd be more than happy to share it. Okay. So hooks on the ceiling, believe it or not, there are adhesive hooks for the ceiling. There's more of a square footage of the adhesive And there are weight limits, obviously. So more than likely, you're going to be using smaller plants, but you could do a grouping of small plants and make a big impact doing that. The other caveat is if you have a popcorn type ceiling and you don't have a smooth ceiling, it's going to be near impossible to do. So you probably could only do it if you had a flat, like kind of smoother ceiling um, for the hooks on the ceiling. So there's still an option. There are a ton of adhesive ones out there. I put a ton of options out there for you to look at, but hooks on the ceiling are still a possibility, just a different weight limit. Mounted brackets, I did put on here simply because you could drill into freestanding furniture you already have. So it would be like if you had, for example, I don't know, a bed canopy or something, and you want to drill into each side of it like you totally could. Or if you have a really tall TV stand um, that takes up a good height, you could do those brackets off the side of that too. So I don't think you need to only be putting those brackets into the wall or the ceiling, but just know you will be kind of ruining your furniture. And you also want to make sure that it's going to be stable within that furniture if you're going to do it that way as well. Okay, and the next one is tension rod and shower rod. So I did put this on here again because there are a ton of options where, you know, a shower rod in itself does stick. Granted, there are a ton of options to help it stick better and you don't need to be making the shower rod super long. You can make it short and still make it work and not be as flimsy as it would on a normal shower kind of thing. 
the tension rod, there are the same options, like from ceiling to floor, that big tension rod that has kind of the brackets hanging off of it. There are options like that, very similar to it. So there are also what are called like room dividers or even like more of apparel hanging systems that are simply just kind of tension rod, suction cup, shower rod options. Ikea has a few of those, but I just linked the Amazon ones too that are great options as well. And that kind of leads me into my next one, which is free floating room dividers. So you could use this as a room divider, like the this kind of clothing system I was saying as plant hangers, or there are these kind of shelves more or less that are more hanging at the top and then kind of a shelf at the bottom. And people have been using them as room dividers, but you could still hang plants off of them. Now, they're not going to be super tall most of the time, but there are an option for you if you want to be hanging the plant um, instead of taking up surface area. So, that's also a great option. I just linked a few of those that I didn't see a ton of options on there, but I think with the tension rod, shower rod options, very similar. And the last thing I came up with was shepherd's hooks. Now, if you don't know what this is, this is, you probably are more familiar with this if you're in the the garden center industry um, or more of the outdoorsy plant industry. Most people use them in their garden when spring comes around, they want to buy a hanging basket, they have nowhere to hang it, they buy a shepherd's hook, which is basically just a straight line metal with a little bit of a dip where the hanging basket sits right there. So there's a ton of size options with this. There are like seven foot options, there are two foot options, there are freestanding, there are ones that you can smash into the dirt, um, kind of like... um, kind of like a plus sign into the dirt so it's really stable. I think you can use these indoors too. You could put one of these shepherd's hooks in a larger planter that you already have and just have another hanging plant or you could make a little project out of it and you could make your own pot with the plant. Now if you're trying to avoid pets or plant or um, children getting to it this probably isn't the best option but if you're just looking to hang a plant somewhere and you don't want it to be on a surface, this would be a good option. If you're worried about something being top heavy, you could also put bricks or even mix some concrete in the bottom of a pot or wherever you're going to stick this shepherd's hook into. So that way you're going to have a lot more weight at the base of it. You just got to be able to move it around a little bit wherever you need to, if you need to, I should say. But I think that's an underrated option because I do think it's a good option. Even though it's an outdoor thing, you could use them indoors too. Okay, I know I went fast there. Um, Man, my throat is just all of a sudden burning. (laughs) Okay, definitely getting a cold. Um, So I think there's going to be a lot more attention to understanding the weight of your plant and what it can handle when you don't have the ability to drill a hole or damage any kind of walls or ceilings. I also think your soil that you use with your plant might need to be reconsidered or thought through a little bit better when you are hanging plants in general, but especially when you're not able to drill a hole or anything. I say that, but if you're just using a regular potting mix, 
You could be using more of a bark mixture um, or something that is a little bit more aerated and that will help with the weight as well. I'm not the I'm not one to love mixing different kinds of mediums to get the right soil. I just don't I think it's very high maintenance. I know there are benefits to it, obviously, let me tell you. But with hanging plants, it could be a lot more beneficial to be doing that. You could even do like cuttings as hanging plants too. You don't have to be doing full plants. You could just do cuttings or you could do like, oh, I'm rooting in LECA or rooting in perlite or moss. Super lightweight. But that's another perfect option for, you know, the hooks from the ceiling that can stick, but they're not, you know, that great at holding it. Or you want to use the tension rod above, you know, a sink in your kitchen along a window. That's another great option to be rooting right there. Or a small, like they have little tiny shepherd's hooks, I know, that you could put on a tabletop in a little bit of soil or something or a pot that already exists. Or also think about air plants. Air plants are super lightweight, literally no soil. So that's a really good option as well. Which leads me into the next topic, which is the best plants for hanging. Okay, so this this list is literally non-stop ending. So I'm going to list everything that I can think of that would do the best. And I kept it pretty general. I did not list varieties on here um, on the blog specifically, but I am going to go through a few of them in this podcast episode. That's why it's always good to listen to the podcast episode, but then it's good to reference this episode with the blog. Okay. So pothos, skinapsis, philodendron are always going to be some of the top hanging plants out there that people are going to recommend that are usually pretty fairly medium to low maintenance. So watering or anything like that wouldn't be such as as much of an issue. So for me, like I water my philodendron pothos, I try to water it once a week. It gets kind of droopy if I don't. So keep that in mind when you are taking care of the plants. If you have the plant in a really high space that you need to water more often though, it's not really like a good option for you. You want to make sure you're doing a low maintenance plant that needs less moisture. So you got to keep that in mind. You also have to keep in mind the requirements for the plant itself. You can't hang it in a dark corner when it's a string of hearts or a string of pearls. It's not going to be happy there. So you want to make sure you're giving it the requirements along with the aesthetic you want. So both those cadapsis philodendron, sorry, little rant there. Those are my three that I have on there first. Now, spider plant, always a great option too. Produces little babies, gets really, really long. String of hearts, string of pearls, also great options. You just need to make sure you have enough light for those. Burrow's tail is another great option. Kind of the same care in a way as string of pearls. Pretty good plant to use as well. Needs a lot of light. Pitcher plant, I also have as an option. I just bought my first pitcher plant very excited about it. So I'm excited to learn a little bit of care and eventually do a podcast episode of that because I've gotten that question several times, but another great option. Inch plant. There's a mix on what kind of light you need depending on the plant. So just keep that in mind. English ivy, asparagus fern, Boston fern, rabbit's foot fern, staghorn fern. So staghorn fern is another great option that doesn't usually need a ton of soil when you're doing it. 
I also have prayer plant. I have, this is getting general, but I have Hoya. Most Hoya are pretty trailing. Obviously, you can train them to go up fun metal trellises or something like that. Most of them are trailing, though, and produce pretty flowers when they're doing that. If you have enough light. Peperomia, I say that. There's not a ton of peperomia hanging options, but peperomia hope specifically is a great option. I put pilea on here because there are varieties of pilea that do great as hanging plants. Um, But like your typical pilea peperomiads or whatever it's called is not going to be obviously a good hanging option. So take that with a grain of salt and make sure you're doing your research or go check out the pilea podcast episode and blog. That will give you a good idea of what actual pilea you should be looking for. Peperomia too. You can find that information there. And the last two I have listed is goldfish plant and syngonium. So syngonium, I think syngonium, pothos, skinapsis, philodendron, staghorn fern in a way, some hoya, are all options of plants that are somewhat epiphytic in the way they can grow, where they can attach to a wood trellis or trellis itself and grow upwards. But they can also be trailing plants. So syngonium typically takes a long time to get big enough to be trailing, but I have definitely seen them being sold at garden centers. So they exist. So if you really like syngonium, you can kind of search for them and put it in a hanging spot. And eventually, years down the road, it will hang. But I did put that on there because it is an option, but it's probably not the best option. That's why it's on the end of my list. (laughs) So those are the plants that I have written down, but I just want you to really consider the environment they need. I did individually link the podcast or the blog, depending on what I had for each of these plants. And if I didn't have one quite yet, then eventually there will be. But um, most of these I have podcast episodes for or blogs for. So you have a good reference point for that. Okay. The last part is the Instagram Q&A, and I actually answered a lot of these questions already, which is great. So we're going to go over it real quick. So just as a reminder, the Instagram Q&A is I ask people questions on Instagram or Facebook, but mostly Instagram you can only answer, not Facebook. Um, you can always DM me though. Um, I say like, hey, this podcast episode is coming up. What kind of questions do you have? You guys ask the questions, and then I answer them in this area in the podcast. I do it every time. I screenshot all the questions. I put them in my Q&A word for word, and I answer them. So the first one is, what plants are best to hang? So as we just talked about, there are a ton, but you need to consider the weight of your hanging spot, the light, and the accessibility to it. So I say accessibility because if you aren't able to water easily, you need to choose a plant that doesn't need as much moisture, for example. So those are kind of the criteria you need to be thinking about. And then also consider if you need to be changing the soil out at all and see if you need to be putting more of a bark, thicker, not thicker, I'm sorry, more aerated soil for your plant to make it a little lighter. Okay, the next question is what benefit does hanging them have? Better growth? I would say this actually depends on the plant, but I would say naturally the trailing plants are happy to be there. The other plants that can be trailing plants that are also epiphytic are also happy to be there, but they're also happy to climb when you give them the option. So honestly, overall, 
I see this more as a personal preference over a major plant benefit, but I don't think there's any harm to doing this for the plants at all because a lot of people do this naturally all the time. So really no major benefit. All right, the next question is, would love for you to talk about places, how to hang other than a window. So I think this really depends on the, I guess, hanging option you choose, the plant you choose, and the environment it needs. So I think using tools like the tension rod or room dividers, that kind of option allows you to place the plants anywhere really in your room. And if lighting is a concern specifically, then using those accessories will actually give you kind of a base to attach a grow light to if you need to. So I think the only random thing you would need to actually have is an outlet close by if you're worried about a lighting situation. You definitely don't need to be hanging next to a window every time. It just depends on the amount of light in the room you have, the plant you have, the kind of environment they need and if you have the ability to supply light to it if you need more. So you could hang in the corner of any dark room as long as you have supplemental light for it it can definitely do it. If you want to be hanging in the middle of a room more like a chandelier effect you could definitely do that too but lighting is still the main concern there. So kind of depends on the environment the plant and how much light you're getting. Um, If you need help understanding your lighting situation, I did have an episode called Light Explained all on that. And the blog, I think, is super helpful as a visual if you need help with that too. So check that out if you do need help with that. Okay, another question was, how do you hang plants when you rent and can't do holes? So obviously did a section on this, which is perfect for this question. And that's great because I knew that would be the biggest problem. And honestly, for me too, I just never invested looking into it because I just made shelves or I had Peter make shelves for me. So obviously I think there are a ton of great options and it really depends on the amount of weight you're going to put on it and the kind of environment you have. I think the tension rods are really, really good options though um, for that kind of situation, whether it's the vertical tension rod with the brackets or just the straight across tension rods. Specifically for that, when I say tension rods, yeah, it's like a shower curtain rod, but they also had little sticky um, options to put on your walls that kind of have a ledge for those kinds of tension rods. So not only are you getting security from the tension of it, but you're getting the security of the sticky ledge part of it too. So all of those are linked. And then my last question was best tension rod and ways to hang for renters. So similar question. So since I personally do not have experience using tension rods specifically for hanging plants, I can't say for certain what is the best tension rod. I did provide options that have different weight limits though. So a lot of it is on Amazon. I did do research to see what was best um, and what was highly rated and things like that. So personal experience, I don't have it in this case unfortunately, but I did try to link as many as I possibly could to give you options for when you're researching and you are looking for your environment what is best. So I would say the weight limit is the biggest thing and then you just want to make sure you're reinforcing in a way without having to drill into the side of the wall. So if kind of those sticky things that have the ledge on them is the best option, then that could be a real benefit to you just to make sure that it is the best option. Okay, 
that is the episode on a ton of different ways to hang your houseplants. Again, this is a link-heavy episode, so the blog post is highly recommended to go check it out and get inspiration for yourself. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember to rate, review, comment on the blog posts, on the blog, all that good stuff. If you're not already following me on Instagram, Facebook, or Pinterest, do so at Houseplant Homebody LLC. And then if you want to support me and Houseplant Homebody even further, you can become a supporter, which is a monetary contribution that just helps me run the business and progresses it so much farther. You have no idea. And then there is a bi-monthly newsletter. The next one will come out at the beginning of April. And then Word of mouth is always great about podcasts. So if someone's asking about houseplant help, make sure you're recommending Houseplant Homebody, the podcast and the blog, social media, all that good stuff to your friends so everyone else can find Houseplant Homebody too. So thanks for listening to this episode. Hello. So sorry when I was recording this, still recording this, that I am struggling here. All of a sudden my throat started to hurt and I think I'm just getting a cold. But, um... So if you hear me breathing heavier, that's probably why. But anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I think this was a fun one to do. And like I said, it's very link heavy on the blog. So just watch out for that. And there are a ton of fun options. Like I said earlier, this is not necessarily you need to buy every single thing I'm putting on here. It is, look what I found. Hopefully this inspires you to think of a really cool idea for your space and gives you more options and maybe things you didn't think of for your own space as well. So I hope you enjoyed it and do get inspired yourself. The next episode is actually going to be about Burrow's Tail, which is really fun. I actually grew one of these just from leaves, which is miraculous because I don't think I've ever been able to grow a succulent like that before. So we're going to go into Burrow's Tail because they're so fun and I haven't done a succulent type plant in a very long time. Unless you count ponytail palm. But I don't really count it like I do Burrow's Tale. So Burrow's Tale is next. Hope you guys have a great week. I'll see you on social media. And I'll talk to you later. Bye.